You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast. All right, welcome to the latest episode of the Organic Fitness Podcast. I have Cara Riley here in front of me, okay? She is a nutritional therapist, okay? She practices what she preaches, okay? I contacted her in relation to living a healthier lifestyle, and she's going to share a couple of her beliefs and thoughts, okay? She's an evidence-based approach, okay? Similar to myself, using foods to improve your health, okay? Say hello to the listeners there. Hey, hi, Coleman. Thanks a million for having me on here. I just want you to tell the listeners a small bit about a uh, small bit about yourself and where you're based, just to give them a brief background. Yeah, so I um, my business name, I suppose, is East Cork Nutrition. So I'm working in Middleton in East Cork, out of Middleton Holistic Centre, which is a great little place run by Mary O'Farrell. It's like a oh, long established 30, 40 years with over 20 therapists working in there, everything from massage to nutrition to counselling. Um, loads on offer there so it's a great place to work and great support network you know um, so my background randomly is like economics and banking and then, then I went into all a load of different types of businesses the most related to this I suppose was owning a gym at one point um, and then just about six or seven years ago maybe a little more I just started thinking about what I really wanted to do, I suppose, um, and what were my uh, passions. So, yeah, nutrition was a huge interest of mine and like training and stuff. So I decided to go back to college. So I was went to the Irish Institute of Nutrition and Health up in Bray, and that was an amazing experience. Like I had to go off kind of one weekend a month for about three or four years and just like made the best of friends and ate in the most amazing healthy places and just learned so much like the minute I started that course I was like whoa like totally life-changing you know and you could never go back on what you'd learned kind of thing um and yeah qualified and just started working straight away was nervous but was like no just get straight into it I think I felt this um oh what's the word like because I now had all this information I felt kind of an obligation nearly to share it because my my thought with it all was like oh my god this is just the most basic stuff like healthy food healthy lifestyle and so many people don't know about it um I just really felt um you know a need to share it so yeah I was lucky to get a place in the holistic center with Mary and started seeing clients there and then started doing courses which went really well um like just any sorts of talks you know talking to groups just really trying to get the message out there you know that's all what i'm about i think really probably education and just spreading the word is really like what i want to do you know um that's important that you touched on sometimes people and this is what i feel that most people don't understand foods and it's so important that you have and understanding the foods at the basic level, okay? Because foods yeah. have a direct result in the way you look, you feel, and how much energy levels you have. And when you understand foods, you then can choose, and this is what I recommend to people, okay? Don't pick a diet before you understand what foods suit and agree with you. 
Everyone's different, okay? And picking a diet before you understand that you're able to tolerate a certain amount of foods, a certain type of food, whether it be high fat, high, high protein, high fiber, and some fibers are able to be digested at better rates than others with specific people's gut uh, issues. But what do you find is most people's uh, problem that come to you? Or what way do you deal with clients that you have? I like this. You kind of touched on it there at the start, but it's like the problem, I suppose, for most people. It's just that there's so much conflicting, you know, information out there. Like every day in the news, there's some news story about what you shouldn't be eating or what you should be eating. And um, I suppose for myself professionally, like I'd be thinking, you know, God, like, would I be better off to specialize in one area? Because obviously each area you could just dive so deep into it. But what I've always kind of come back to is just like what you touched on is just the simple stuff you know and just bringing it down to a really simple level for the average lay person and I just find there's a huge market for that so you know maybe in time I will kind of specialize in one of the areas that I feel more passionately about but certainly the bulk of my work would just be telling people simple stuff um, just like really everyday practical stuff that like they just want to know how they can do it every day at home in their own house. And it has to be easy. It has to be quick and convenient. You know, it has to fit in with their lifestyle and that. Um, but it's amazing people's reaction. You'd be telling them stuff that's, you know, you think is like absolute, the basics and people just looking at you going, oh my God, I never knew that. You know, just what making examples, like... What examples could we give to the listeners to tell them what are the basics of information that they... just like that you know maybe that you're making your staples like things that you eat every day like good quality you know you're putting these things into your body like day after day things like i don't know milk bread like the things that you know butter the things that are just the real staples of the irish diet you know if you're putting white slice pan into your body like three times a day big huge pints of kind of just bog standard milk and a real crappy like um you know spread that's not actually butter you know highly kind of inflammatory these things going into your body like numerous times a day over 20 years like that's going to cause issues you know it's just really like explaining to people every time you eat you have an option there to either do good like heal your body do good to your body or do damage to your body. It's that simple. And you have a choice what to put in. You know, is it gonna be some crappy junk food or is it gonna be like some organic veg like you love so much? Um but yeah, and it's just saying like use the opportunities when you're eating to put in like good nutrient-dense foods and not, you know, like empty calories, you know, and educating people on that, like what food is actually for, and that's in my course, it's like week one is so basic it's explaining what fats are important for what carbs are important for what protein is important for and why like cutting out complete food groups isn't really the best approach why the quality of food is so important how you eat the actual physical way that you eat how important that is you know it's just real basic stuff but like for the general population it's not it's not that basic it's it's good that we touched on the likes of staples and the typical things that people consume on a regular basis or put out in front of them is the likes of bread and butter. I just want you to expand on what would you recommend people for sources of bread 
to people who want to maybe be a little bit healthier or a little bit fitter. My approach to the likes of butter is I would use alternatives just because the fact that a lot of people do have issues with dairy. This is my approach. And another option would be the likes of avocados. That's also a healthy fat, which contains fiber that the butter doesn't contain. And I just wonder what your approach firstly would be to bread in uh, recommendations to people. For bread, I mean, I've always like be thinking with foods in general, you know, if you just think back to kind of more old fashioned diet, you know, properly made foods, like <laughs> if something is in a plastic package, generally it's like not a good thing. No, um, but no, there's an amazing like series of a show that was called What Are You Eating? You know, with Philip Boucher Hayes, I don't know if you saw that it's probably still possible to get it somewhere like on YouTube or something, but he, you know, picked a different topic each week and one week was bread. And he had a chat with Doreen Allen on the difference between a white slice pan and like a properly made sourdough. And the great thing now is that like there's places popping up cheapers every week that are making sourdough. You know, there's a new place in Middleton. Oh my God. Um, the grumpy bakers and oh, their bread is just amazing. Like proper, proper bread. But um, yeah, so Darina Allen, yeah, I follow Malou Cookery School. I was there as well the other day, just got the nice, it's like 48 hour fermented sourdough. But like if I was to eat a white slice pan, like a bit of that, I would be in bits. Like I would feel it straight away. My stomach would be sore. I'd have cramps. I'd feel awful after floating. And if I eat sourdough, there's like absolutely no reaction. That's a lot of like what I do is based on my own experience, you know, and what I've seen work for me. Um, but yeah. Okay, so like I was on about um sourdough being you know a better option than just your average kind of white sliced pan um because it's the processing method you know the way it's made and this is what i'd be trying to explain to people is um i was mentioning that documentary where that philip boucher hayes and doreen allen had talked all through the whole method of how sourdough was made versus like a white sliced pan so it was so interesting and it always just stuck with me and I always mention it in my courses because if you take the sourdough, it's literally just those basic ingredients like your good flour, your salt, water, your starter, and then it's just mixed and left to prove. And, you know, it's a long process. It's like an in that proving um, in the hours where it's left to prove, like the proteins in it are in the flour are actually kind of partially broken down. And, you know, you see when you cut through it, then you've all those lovely holes and that. And you can see the difference in the bread and the quality of the bread, you know, when you cut into it. And it's just like a bread like that properly made, properly processed is, um, you know, easier for us to digest. And it's going to be much easier on the gut, much easier on your digestion, especially if it's something that you're eating every day. You know, you'll find it's going to fill you up more. It's just going to be way more nutrient dense, full, like better fiber. And then it looked in that documentary as well at how the sourdough or the, sorry, sliced pan is made. And they were like, 
thrown out hundreds of them in like 12 minutes and you're like well how if it takes hours to make a proper bread so it was just showing you know it had those basic ingredients then it had loads of other ingredients like enzymes accelerators all these kind of things to speed up the process and in the end you're left with you know something that looks maybe okay nice and spongy and white and um that's a whole conversation as to why we would see that as something nice but um that type of bread because it hasn't been given that process that proving time is just very very hard on the digestion and you can see that like every literally 99 percent of clients that come into me will say that they struggle with bread bloating you know like pain or whatever and that they've already kind of nearly decided to cut it out themselves because they're feeling you know the ill effects of eating it mm. so um what else you mentioned butter as well yeah there you've all these spreads you know they're like butter alternatives I, what i always say to people is like empower yourself pick up the product look at the label look at the ingredients often you'll see there's no butter actually even in it you know we're very lucky to live in ireland where you have the good old curry gold packed with omega-3 um so i would always say to people just eat good old-fashioned butter you know it's like um butter is back as darina says <laughs> but yeah i'd always watch these spreads these kind of one calorie sprays you know a lot of for women particularly i do deal with a lot of women i think there's such a culture of um dieting low fat kind of, low carb yeah, yeah. low this low nothing oh eat, nothing and it is salad. it's like people are looking for help you know and people are vulnerable especially in a place where they like want to lose weight say and they're looking for a fix and there are you know groups out there that you know they're they're looking to help people but certainly um some of the advice that's being given like it'll most likely make you lose weight you know they're saying like no fat and that kind of like one calorie spray like that spreads um but the reality of it is it's possibly good for weight loss but it's not healthy and the stories i hear oh my friend lost three stone and all her hair was falling out but she was delighted that she lost the three stone oh, you know it's like i always say to people it's about a little mindset change you want to be thinking about health not weight if you eat for good health your weight will take care of itself yeah. ultimately it mightn't be a quick fix but over time it is a much better approach um no that's important yeah. I mean, you did touch on the likes of uh, omega-3s and anti-inflammatories is the next thing i want to touch on mm -hmm. with uh, yourself because when we talk about anti-inflammatories and we talk about omega-3s which are often um mentioned in not only your own post but mine included but i just want to break it down for the for the listeners so that we put it into the most simplest form. What are omega-3s? Where are the foods we can get them? And why do we recommend the likes of anti-inflammatories in the diet? Yeah, it's funny the way you're describing it there because like you can get all technical, you know, and a lot of people do and like that works well for them. But I think sometimes I just, what I notice about people is like you start using all the big terms and explanations and their eyes like nearly glaze over, you know, people just want to know what will i eat like you know the absolute simplest thing so in the courses that's like my favorite thing to do because you can just see people's reaction you can see what they're picking up from it you know and i just have this slide where it says like what you eat is a big deal you know and it lists out big because people be like oh, sure how much difference can it really make you know if you're you know if people just don't link it like what you eat and their health 
So I have this slide, Jez, like, it, you know, what you eat is a big deal. And it's because the three topics really of the course are blood sugar balance, inflammation and gut health so that's like the big so on inflammation like it's a, such an interesting topic um and what i just say to people to simplify it is like a certain amount of inflammation in the body is normal but for the majority of people the way we live our lives on foods we're eating and the amount that we have like an abnormal amount of inflammation you know like too much inflammation so it's possible to counteract this inflammation with good healthy foods but if you're not getting in those good healthy foods you're going to have inflammation kind of running riot in the body and leading to a point where you have chronic inflammation which is going to be leading to disease and chronic illness so yeah to get back to it not get too technical so what i tell people just very simply i'd always tell them for anti-inflammatory diet to eat a rainbow all the colors of the fruit and veg um, and the variety is key so really not just picking up the same things every week, which we can do if we're rushing doing the shopping, you know, just a real variety of stuff. Um, and those bright colors, you know, like the, the real bright, like blue or purple of blueberries, beetroot, the greens, um, all the different colors, you know, and then the fats. And so many people, especially women in Ireland, are terrified of fat. So it's just explaining to people that you want to have... Um, you know, like extra virgin olive oil, oily fish, avocado, really thinking like Mediterranean diet and even um, like coconut oil, coconut milk, coconut products like that, equally good for the gut. And yeah, on the eat a rainbow then as well, I'd extend that to kind of herbs, spices, even herbal teas, things like that, you know. So just want to have you there on healthy fats. What is your preferred? preference towards cooking oils would it be extra virgin olive oil would it be coconut oil or would it be avocado oil or just a couple of the ones that i have in, in my own press here i'm just thinking of but what yeah would you... i just like i think with diet in general like variety is really like a key point so i always do i have them all there and try to bury them i use coconut oil probably a lot like for high temperatures extra virgin olive oil like you know salads things like that um, I love coconut oil, just like instead of butter over a bit of veg, something like that. But then other times I'll use butter. Um, yeah, just generally try and vary them. And um, I suppose coconut oil would be my preference for kind of at higher temperatures. Um, but variety and yeah, just to I, get I, all I, the different benefits of all the different ones. Different flavors, isn't it too? Depending yeah. on what you like and as well. But when I choose, I have, I use them all. And it, that's it. It's not that I, I stick to one or if I, I stick to one diet. And some people say often, oh, come on, what diet do you want? I'll, are you vegetarian? Are you a vegan? Are you a carnivore? Or are you keto? I'll, and I would say, yes. And they would say, you didn't pick one. But I'm, I'm all of them. I, I will have a vegetarian. Yeah, that's so I'll have similar to me. Yeah. Like I tried everything under the sun. I was saying to you earlier, I was I've been the grain free, dairy free, gluten free, vegan. Like looking at the cupboard, going there's literally nothing I can eat. You know, back when I was studying everything I learned about, then I started doing that. So now I've just much more balance around it, which is brilliant. A great freedom in it. You know, I eat like a good variety of foods. I'd say there's probably not like I eat everything, but it's it's very much highly plant-based. I'd say it's probably like 90, if not more percent vegetarian, um, small bit of meat, small bit of oily fish and 
a lot of fat, I would say, compared to maybe what the average person might eat. And I just try to keep my carbs kind of, you know, good carbs, as they would say, low GI, you know, just to keep an eye on my blood sugar. Um, but yeah, I think you have to be careful. That's why it's just so beneficial to actually go and get some advice on nutrition, because there is so much information out there that you can be a vegan in a really unhealthy way. You can be a vegetarian in a really unhealthy way, you know? Um, so you could, for someone who thinks like, oh, vegetarian is the absolute, um, healthiest option, like, you know, not necessarily or vegan, you know, you have to be careful with those extreme diets to do them in a healthy way. No, I, I that's very similar approach. And, and then I, I try to get people to understand the people I come into contact with and people that I, I sell organic vegetables to and get people to grow their own is the fact that it's balancing meals. Okay, and balancing meal is not only just in for breakfast or balancing for lunch, it's balancing it throughout the day. So if you know yeah. that you're going out for a meal in the evening, you can have less food for breakfast or have the likes of a high fat and a high protein and save your carbohydrates, whether it be alcohol yeah. or whether it be a big plate of a big plate of carbohydrates, whether it be soup, because soup is carbohydrates because it's nothing but vegetables and typically potatoes yeah, and yeah, yeah. then you have I know. Bread it's like the traditional irish lunch if you go out soup and brown bread you know you're saying to people but where's the protein um yeah and you know what like i think so like that as well but that doesn't come easy to the average person you know or i'd be like ah, oh, just throw this together a bit of that the way you do in your videos you know your story uh, throw in a bit of this throw in a bit of that and it feels so easy when you have the education and the experience of it but to, I, what i get back from people in the courses is like that is not easy you know it's like a skill or whatever um but yeah like that that's what i mean there's great freedom in being able to say, oh, well, I'm going out later, so I'm going to do this now, or like, you know, you're having a meal for your dinner that someone else might consider breakfast, you know, you're having like eggs and something at dinner time, and at breakfast time, you're having something that someone might consider a dinner, you know, it's like, you don't have to stick to the rules of like meal times, and it's just getting a bit of freedom and balance, and it has to be enjoyable and sustainable, you know, so it just, I think, can't be too strict, but um, there's such variety and of meals and enjoyment to be had out of food that's still within a whole foods totally healthy natural diet yeah. even treats and stuff you know like you can still have loads of lovely things but that they're all coming from natural sources and making things from single ingredients you touched on it there and it's something that i'll be putting up in the show notes and if something is wrapped in plastic it's starting off with it. it's a bad sign do you know what i mean yeah, that's yeah, yeah. just it yeah. in a nutshell and what i would like to do is before we finish this up we've touched on a lot of things here we've touched on the likes of balanced meals touching the likes of bread sourdough bread reducing processed foods and the likes of healthy oils and then following that then it's um what i want to finish with is where's the best place for people to contact you and you tell people and i'll be tagging it up in the show notes as well so you give me your email address and your social medias so people can contact you and get uh, and learn a little bit more yeah. about what you're about the best place is probably Instagram, I suppose. Like the feedback I get from people is they like seeing like the meals and stuff that I put up there. Just simple, quick ideas. Has to be quick, like has to be just easy. Um, so on Instagram, it's East Cork Nutri and on Facebook, East Cork Nutrition. So that's probably the easiest way to contact me or just to get onto Middleton Holistic Centre if you're in the local area and um, Mary will talk to you there in the office. Um, yeah, I suppose just as a parting note, if we are like, I just, 
the what I see in the people I see and like I work kind of sometimes as well in a health shop in healthy days in market green um so that's a good place to find me actually <laughs> call in there for a chat anytime um but what I see is a lot of sick people you know sick people unhappy people and it's it kind of upsets me um or it just gets me because it's really avoidable stuff with everyday things that we are doing you know and people are like nearly doing the damage to themselves unknowingly so like i think they say that over 90 percent of chronic illness is you know down to like nutrition exercise things like that so like these are things that we can be avoiding just by making small changes every day and the, like it's about the load the body's under you know if you just like improve your food a little bit improve your exercise a little bit look at how much toxins you're taking into your body like a little bit and then that all adds up to huge improvements in your health but if you look around like the people that i encounter um are like so many people on medication um a pill for every ill kind of society that we're living in you know and like the norm would have been to see someone on like five six medications when they were in like their 70s or 80s and like the sad truth is now i meet people in their 30s and 40s that are on like a list of medications so i mean it's just trying to get people to link what they're doing on a daily basis from food to exercise to stress to relaxation everything to link that to their health <laughs> that is an important point to finish on that food is actually medicine and the foods you eat have a direct result totally of how you feel and how much energy levels you have but um i always finish up and i firstly want to finish up by saying thanks very much and i appreciate your time i know you're a busy individual oh, thank you on here and going there and see swims in the early a.m <laughs> <laughs> same as yourself <laughs> yeah but I, i'm sure i will be in contact with you and i might meet you in person very very soon and um thanks for coming on this uh, latest episode of the organic fitness podcast and i always finish up these episodes by saying stay tuned stay classy and keep it organic you're listening to coleman power on the organic fitness podcast